again for the opportunity that we are given to come into this place, to come into your house, to call upon your high and exalted name, Lord. As the word says that your name is above every name. And at the name of Jesus Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. Lord, we humble ourselves unto you right now. We look to you, O God, and we ask, Lord, that you administer. Father, unto us, God. You know every heart in this place. You know every soul. God, we ask that you would have your way, Lord. You know all our needs. And we're here to cast our cares upon you, O God. We look to you, O Lord. Amen, O God. That you, O Lord, would move for your people, God, in this place. Minister, O Lord, and go before us. God, pour out your spirit, O Lord. Amen, Lord. Let your spirit move, O God. Quicken us and lift us up, Lord, that we can abide with you in those heavenly places. Amen, God. And let your spirit have liberty in this place. Let our hearts be turned to you, O God. Amen. Help us, Lord, that we can lean upon you. God, we ask that you would tear down every wall, every barrier, every bulwark. As you said in your word, that when the weapons that are formed against us shall not prosper. We stand upon that promise tonight, Lord. Break the right arm of the enemy. Amen, Lord. And let the power of your spirit be loosed in this place. God, we look to you, Lord, for salvation, for deliverance, and for healing. Bind us together that we can be, Lord, of one mind and of one spirit and one accord in this place. Bless your people, Lord. Let your spirit draw us. God, that we can be in unity and harmony with you and with one another, God. Amen. Bless this service. Bless our worship. Bless our praise. Bless our testimony in this place, oh God. And Lord, we carefully give you the praise and the glory and the honor, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it be done. Let everybody say amen.
Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Blessed Savior. Spirit to move. That's right. Praise God. Just as the Bible says, they that are led of the Spirit are the sons of God. I'm thankful for what the Lord has been doing. Amen. And what has been taking place in this in these meetings and uh, of course the ministry. Amen. How many of you love that teaching this morning? Yeah. 
It's always good to understand the foundation that you and I are founded on, that we've been building on, and it's just simple but yet profound. And that's just the way it is, you know, when it comes to the truth. And here's the thing, you know, uh, people are get so offended and, and don't realize this, but did you realize this? Amen. If we, if we study the Scripture and we find out the truth, and of course... We understand this, that, uh, amen, there's only, amen, the truth has come and has been brought to us, and there's only one truth. That's Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, amen, that, uh, amen, that when we come to that truth, the truth will make us free. And so that's why, amen, we are experiencing what we are experiencing, because we acknowledge that. And to be able to, like the scripture says, like the apostle Paul said, repent. And come to the knowledge of the truth. Yes. Praise God. So we're obviously we're in that place. We're in that in that dimension of His Spirit. We're Amen. Because of that, He's our focus, and He's what the reason why we're here. Amen. Any person, you cannot deny what you feel in this place. Praise God. The Lord is moving mightily. Amen. And and when you think about it, when you think about the way you feel right now, and I know some of you probably are not believers. I understand that. I have no problem with that. Praise God. That's your problem. But, uh, but here's the thing. When we are given the opportunity as we are tonight, and we're feeling the presence of the Lord as we are tonight, anything can happen and probably will. Praise God. God can move so mightily. And I believe that's His will. I believe that's what He tends to do. So you think about it, and the Bible says, And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. And that's what we are doing. We're lifting up the Lord. He's the focus of our attention. He's the reason why we're here. <clears throat> Amen. I believe God is able to save to the uttermost. Thank you, Jesus. As I have witnessed, as I have seen, as I have felt many, many, many times. Amen. Praise God. So thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for what you are doing in this place. And uh, praise God. It's no coincidence. Because mm-hmm. obviously the Lord, you know, uh, Brother David mentioned something uh, uh, a few days ago. Talk about being desperate. Mm-hmm. How desperate are you? Yeah. How desperate are you? I know, you know what? There's a lot of desperate people in this world. Yeah. And it, when you're desperate, you know, it, it, that tends to move God. And he moves upon us and, and he ministers to us because he's he knows the need we have. But we have to be desperate enough to call upon him. And if you don't know, if you don't know how to do it, just say Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And it will happen. Amen. Praise God. So I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. Amen. I feel like there's a canopy that is just over us and it's just laden with heavenly virtue that's about ready just to burst open 
Praise God. And, and I appreciate everybody that has come. It's good to see all all you folks here tonight. We, we, we of course, were represented by a lot of communities tonight. Yeah. And uh, good to see all you that are here from the Ihungtuan Reservation and the Rosebud Sioux Tribe, the Si Chanku. Amen. And of course, there's there's others that are here. Praise God. The three affiliated tribes. Praise God. <laughs> Praise God. So we're thankful. And then, of course, everybody else. We're all here. The royal tribe of Judah. Praise God. And, and uh, I appreciate uh, you know what the Lord has been doing. There's two individuals that I want to call up tonight. Um, Amen. He came walking in here, and it's certainly a surprise to see him. He's been here ministering to us before, and I uh, appreciate him. I've known him since he was really, he was a little guy. Well, the first time I think I met him. But from the Word of Life Church in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, come on up, Brother Jerry Gerbis, and just greet us tonight. I purposely wore a tie, didn't wear a tie tonight because I figured he's not going to call me up if I don't have a tie on. <laughs> My thinking was wrong. But I am excited to be here in the presence of God with every one of you tonight. Your worship is what has brought the Spirit of God into this place. There is a reason God is here. It's because you want Him here. You want Him to move. You're desperate for a move of God. What I have found is when you get desperate for a move of God, He is going to show up. Anytime God moved in the Bible, it's when people got desperate for a move of God. They got desperate for a healing. The woman with the issue of blood got desperate enough to push through all the junk in her life, everything that was going on, just to have a move of God and touch the hem of His garment. The demoniac when he saw Jesus get off the boat walking up the road, every demon in hell couldn't stop him from getting to Jesus because he had a need. He had a, a desire for his deliverance. So when we get desperate for a move of God, there is nothing that can stop us from having that move of God. He's just waiting for us to get desperate. He's waiting for us to say, I'm going to have it no matter what anyone has to say. Hallelujah. 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 I stand here tonight. A man that over just over a year ago was looking at my wife in our bedroom and she said, Jared, I have cancer. And we didn't know what it was, what everything was about at that time. But they said that we went into the doctor's office. And they said you have stage four breast cancer. Oh my! Talk about wanting to get desperate real quick. They said it's in your breast, it's in your lymph nodes, it's in your liver. And so they said we got to biopsy your liver. We go to the the doctor. They biopsy the liver. We prayed for her the night before with our pastor, and the came back that she didn't have cancer in her liver. Now I wish I could say that. We didn't have to go through anything. But my wife is here with me tonight because of a God who is merciful. There's no cancer in her body. 
not because of chemotherapy, not because of treatments that she had, but because of a God who saw some people that were desperate for him to move in that situation. Hallelujah. 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 I love, I love this church. I love the spirit that is felt in this church. I give honor to Brother and Sister Marshall, two of the greatest people that I have ever known. I told the church last time when I was here and Sister Betty wasn't here, but I was just waiting to hear that sound from the back of the church to let me know the Holy Ghost is here. Yeah. The Holy Ghost is here tonight. And anything is possible tonight. I know you're on day seven of revival. I know you're tired. God is not through yet. God is getting ready to do something miraculous in this place. I believe that chains are going to fall tonight. I believe that people are going to be filled with the Holy Ghost. People are going to be renewed. I believe it. It's going to happen. Hallelujah. Can we lift our hands right now and just thank God for what he is about to do in this place. Praise God. The Lord is good. The Lord is good. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Uh, the other young man, I, I'd like to come up and just uh, greet us tonight, Brother Isaiah Keller from Minot, North Dakota. Come on up, Brother. It's an honor to be here tonight and uh, really don't have any words to express how I've been feeling the past couple days. Um, I mean, literally just crying during the teaching, two hours worth, whatever it was. My, my. Powerful. Powerful. And uh, it reminded me and it brought me back to uh, when I was being mentored by a man who Ironically enough, it was in Sioux Falls, maybe about just a year ago, Brother Anthony Starr. And uh, if you know anything about him, he raised up to this day, still in the church, at least 15 men, and many of them preachers, ministers. He just had a gift for disciple making, a gift for just going after God and communicating that yeah. profound teacher of the word. And so hearing that teaching this morning, it reminded me of him. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise and we need that in our churches. Yeah. Desperately. Yeah. Desperately. Yeah. And so I'm thankful for that. I'm just excited for what the Lord is doing and uh, it's going to do tonight. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Amen. It's really... Amen. Wonderful what the Lord is doing. Amen. Of course, I believe He's setting the stage in these last days. Yes. Whenever you talk to people about the Word of God and you come to that place and, and everybody knows, we all see what's going on in this country and we see what's going on across this, this world yeah. all over. And, you know, just the, the, the chaos and, amen, all the, the lawlessness and everything that's going on. It's just... And so people are being moved by that. They're understanding that, you know, there's something that is obviously 
off kilter or amen it's just not right and so and i believe this it's just like what he said in the book of job when god said he uses things like that to get people's attention yeah and and i believe that we're experiencing that now so everything that's happening all the amen all the things that are going on not just with amen the human race but even in the world itself Amen. All the natural disasters, everything that's taking place. That's not just a coincidence. God is saying, it's time for you to look to me. Praise God. So I'm glad. I'm glad I know him. I'm glad I know who he is. And I'm glad that I could be in the place that I am right now in the church. In the body of Jesus Christ. There's no other place. There's no other place. When Jesus uttered that prayer in the book of John. That they might know thee. The only true God. And Jesus Christ. Whom thou hast sent. We were talking about the scripture. And I was talking about the Greek, and I'm by no means, I'm not an expert in Greek, but I have studied some. And uh, there's a word that is inserted in the scripture in the New Testament, and it's the Greek word kai, mm-hmm. K-A-I. Yeah. And it's been employed in several passages, but the translators of the Greek went and inserted uh, the word and. It literally has two meanings or two uses. It's either and or even. So in this place, in this instance, instead of saying, and Jesus Christ, that they might know thee, the only true God, even Amen. Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. That should have been the literal <laughs> translation. But I'm glad we know him. Amen. Because when we know him, we know who he is. Praise God. So the Lord is wonderful. And I and I hope and I pray. My prayer this, this afternoon and coming into the sanctuary tonight, my prayer was that those of you that do not really understand that God would give you revelation. So that you can come to that understanding. He can give you revelation. He can open up your understanding so you can know. Praise God. Amen. So pay attention. Yes. Open up your hearing and let God speak to you. Yes. Let him minister to you. Yes. I appreciate what has been going on in the past Amen, the past week and man, I tell you what last night was so beautiful. Amen. Awesome, powerful. Amen. Praise God amen. and the Lord's the Lord's still moving and the Lord's still Amen ministering to us and I thank God for that. And tonight Amen. Uh, a good, a good friend of mine, a good brother in the Lord from Chautauqua, Kansas. Bless him, Lord. I love him dearly. Amen. Praise God. And I, I'll tell you something. The Lord uses him. Yes. yes. Amen. He's he's a willing vessel. And, and you know what the Scripture says. You can study this. You can study this. You can get in the in the in the book of First Peter. It says, and if any man speak. Yes. Let him speak as of the oracles of God. Yep. Yes. If any man minister, let him minister according to the ability that God has given him. Did you know that God uses 
people. God can anoint you, but you've got to be a vessel. You've got to be a vessel. So when the Spirit of the Lord comes upon us and, and the anointing is upon us, God is leading us and God is using us. He's using this body. He's using this heart, this spirit, this mind. He's anointing it. He's, he's giving us the unction to minister the Word of God. So that's what happens. So when we speak, when He says, let him speak as the, of the oracles. You know what that means? The, the word, if you look at it, it means this. It means the present word for that moment. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So whatever God wants to speak to you at this moment, at this point of time, He's going to use that man right there. Praise God, and I appreciate him. I love him, Brother Wethy. Come on up. Bless you, Lord. Just obey the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. We're just, you know. As humans, I don't know, maybe, I don't know why we do it, but it seems like when it's bad, we reflect. When it's good, we reflect. Mm -hmm. When it's awesome, we really reflect. <laughs> and so I was just thinking on how blessed and fortunate that I am that uh, my good friend and brother in Christ gave me the call to be able to come to this revival. Praise Amen. the Lord. My, my, my. Amen. Amen. It's very seldom, you know, that you get to step right into revival. Right. I'll just be honest with you. Generally, it takes at least three days to wake the saints of God up. <laughs> and if there's any time left over, most of the time they stop once the saints are woke up. You don't have no time to preach to the sinners. <laughs> just being honest with you. Yeah. Amen. But not here, man. And I know that we're where we're at right now because of you that have fasted, you that have prayed, you that have heard from the Lord. Amen. And created this revival. Amen. I didn't bring it in a briefcase. I praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. As wonderful as Brother Craig Marshall is, he didn't bring it in a briefcase. That's right. Amen. But God brought it. We just showed up. and every one of you, amen, for all that you have done. Uh, man, the reverence to God has just been beautiful in this place. The worship has been just off the charts. I just can't say enough. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes the hours has been long and late, and you all have labored to bring food to the house. And by the way, does anybody have the number for Jenny Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Found out 20 some years ago the Holy Ghost weighs a lot. <laughs> Put on 80 pounds, it's coming to the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I'm not complaining as long as my wife ain't. <laughs> she complains, I might have to do something about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Happy wife, happy life. Amen. 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 My, my, my. 
Praise it God. is an honor, man, to be amongst you. Uh, you know, uh, as, as ministers of gospel, and so, some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. We need revivals like this. Yes. Yes. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it's it's like you get called to preach and you you go in there with that proverbial chisel and hammer and you chisel away and you sometimes you leave kind of you know with your head down just just wondering if anything was accomplished. Yeah. We know that God's word don't go void, so right. a lot of times it might be years before you see the results of your labor. Yeah. But we've been getting some results yeah. around here. We see yeah. Amen. The labor not only but you, the people put into this. Amen. But as you reverence the word of God, we begin to see God move in mighty ways. Yes. Amen. I appreciate uh, Pastor Harold Marshall, Sister Betty Marshall. Amen. And I agree with everything he said, man. Uh, they're such great friends of mine. Uh, Brother Craig Marshall, his family, uh, Sister Tyra, and the children. Such a blessing to me. Uh, I don't know if they know that. And I, I, maybe I haven't told them. If I haven't, I, I apologize for not telling you sooner. But, you know, when, when I need answers, I call them. When I need prayer, I call them. And they do what I ask. They give me answers and they pray for me. And I promise you, you need that kind of backup in today's world. That's right. Praise the Lord. You need that kind of spiritual backup. Praise the Lord. Amen. So thank you so dearly, amen, for your friendship, your fellowship, your, your teaching, your preaching to me. Uh, every time you come and help my church and my congregation, amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, regardless of what some may say and do, we're not like that. We have the revelation that we need each other. Yes. Amen. I need you. Hallelujah. Yes. I need yes. you. Yes. I'm planning on going to heaven, but I'm taking you with me. Yes. gift of healing, but I need you, sick person, yeah, to be able to pray yeah, over you yeah. that God might deliver you. Amen. My God, I need those that need to receive a miracle in my life yeah. because yeah. if we have gift of miracles, we need a chance to operate in them. That's right, man. Don't you dare doubt God tonight. You don't have a clue what God's wanting to do in this yeah. Amen. You know, here lately, I haven't got to preach a full message. I, I think the anointing had just been so strong. It was kind of like the dedication of Solomon's temple. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The anointing's been so powerful, I don't always know which way to go. But I was thinking, if I had got to it the other night when I was preaching about the prayer before the noise, I thought, you know, right after the day of Pentecost, and 3,000 was born and another 5,000 born in the kingdom. Yeah. Praise the Lord. The Bible said that uh, Peter and John entered in at the temple being at the third hour. Yeah. That hit me like a ton of bricks. I said, looky here. If it had to be hour number three, there first had to be hour number one. And then there had to be hour number two before they could be hour number three. Amen. Them boys was doing some praying. Amen. You believe in your prayers? Yeah. How long have you prayed? Because yeah. I can tell you what happened to them. Being at the third hour when they went into that temple, praise the Lord, that lame man was crippled in his feet, mm -hmm. 
And he looked upon them to ask a few alms of them. I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't matter to me if you believe it or not. Amen. I prayed for too many people and they've got deliverance and they've got healed and they've got their miracle. Amen. It's not a brag. I'm giving God the glory because I'm a peon. I'm nothing but a speck of dust. Amen. That God can blow wherever he pleases. I won't argue with him. I won't hesitate. Amen. But I won't back down either. Praise the Lord. Amen. I remember a time. Amen. Praise the God just across the uh, the Oklahoma line in a place called Cherokee, Arkansas. Uh, I was preaching a revival, uh, and God spoke to me. He said, you tell them uh, to invite everyone they can. Uh, There's going to be a healing service here tomorrow night. Praise the Lord. Now, I was a young preacher. I thought we'd have a couple thousand showing. To my surprise, there was only a few walked through that door. What I didn't know it. Praise the Lord. One of them was my mother that had a busted eardrum and couldn't hear. I didn't know that when she came in. But all I know is I, I obeyed God. And so when she come up for healing, I prayed over her in the name of Jesus. That ear popped one more time and hearing come back into her ear. So I've come too far to look back. among you. Let him call for the elders of the church. I don't have to take it lying down unless I choose to. I've got a great big God in whom I'm representing tonight. Amen. And with God all things are possible to them that believe. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. Do you believe him tonight? Do you really believe him tonight? You gotta understand whatever you're going through, whatever ailment you may have in your body, whatever spiritual thing battle you may be facing, you've got a God that in a moment's time you don't have to leave the same way you can. In Jesus' name. So while I'm preaching tonight, if God will allow me to, while the anointing is going forward, I feel it strong. I may be just laid out up here. I don't know what God's going to do. Don't doubt God. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't doubt God. It'd be a shame for you to spend all week with us, letting us love you, preach to you, minister to you. And you not get your need met from lack of faith. In spite of me, God's still God. In spite of those around you, God is still God. He's still on the throne. He didn't go away on a faraway journey. Praise the Lord. Amen. But he's right here right now. Just waiting on someone to call on him. Praise the Lord. Amen. So if God will help me, I'm going to try to preach. But I would love for him to take over me, not have to. All right. Kind of feel like I'm between a rock and a hard place. Wow. <laughs> Amen. Been having some strange things happen to me. Amen. And I'll, I'll, I'll explain so you don't think I've totally flipped my lid. <laughs> if you do, that's okay. <laughs> Amen. I lost my dignity a long time ago and Amen. gave it to Jesus. Amen. I just took my mess and said, here you go. 
Praise the Lord. Amen. But uh, what we've been noticing lately around home, I started noticing we was in revival with Brother Warren. And I'd get up to quote a scripture, and lo and behold, he'd get up and preach it. And the last, the last night he was with us, uh, we didn't know he was going to be there because we'd ended the revival on Sunday. He was supposed to went to another church to preach. I'd studied out a message, had it prepared to go. His truck broke down. He couldn't go to the other church. So I said, man, you're here. You might as well preach. What do you think he preached? But the message I had studied out. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And uh, to put kind of little icing on the cake, I got to feel I've got a couple ministers there at home. I got to feel like one of them needed to preach. So I called on one of them. And the other walked up to me after church. He preached his message. I know it's strange, but I'm just telling you it's happened. So, so then yesterday around noontime, uh, you know, I, I should have took the day off and slept. I'd have been better off, I'm sure. No, I wouldn't have. But anyway, I got the feeling led to just to go downstairs and get right on in the book and prayer and study and seek the direction of the Lord. And would you know it, God gave me a title. You want to hear what it is? Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, it'll sound familiar. I'm a lively stone. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Sounds about like the exact same thing Brother Craig opened with last night, ain't it? So I got in my flesh real quick when he got started. I nudged my wife. I said, how many hours was I down there studying that message and feeling after the Lord? What in the world am I going to do? Amen. <laughs> Amen. But I know how God is. I was looking for a way of escape. And I even come up to Brother Craig Marshall and I said, you'll never guess. And I told him. You know his first words out of his mouth was he looked way down at me like this? <laughs> he said, just preach it anyway. So I've got his permission. Now, if you're brand new tonight, yeah. praise the Lord, it, it won't bother you because you weren't here last night. Right. Yeah. Amen. So just bear with me if you were here last night and heard the best version of it. But but I really thought, I thought, well, I know how God is, and so I'll get to praying today, and he'll roll it out, and he'll give me something else. Boy, I hit to my face hard, and I was whining, and everything. You ever whine before the Lord? I yeah. do. Lord, they're going to think I'm nuts. <laughs> Amen. And God took me right back to the place where I got started when I felt the preach. And I made a covenant to the Lord. And my promise and my vow was, God, if you'll give me anointing, I'll preach whatever you give me. I'll go wherever you send me. Yes, sir. I'll simply do my best to obey you. Yes, sir. So I don't want to whoop it tonight. All right. And I've got permission of the elder. Amen. So we're going to give you another version. Praise the Lord of the same title. Or very similar. Amen. Amen. So pray, 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 church. Pray for me. You know, the exciting thing is, too, I've noticed all week long that he wasn't the only one, but Brother Harold Marshall's been hitting on it. 
He even read some of the same scripture and then quoted some. So here we are. If you got your Bibles and want to go with me to 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3, we'll try to pick right up where Brother Craig Marshall left off last night. Amen. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 3. If so, you, if so, be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious, to whom coming as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen by God and precious, ye also as lively stones Amen. are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifice acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. Amen. So let me recap just a tad bit and then we'll pray. Amen. Verse 4 said, as unto a living stone. And verse 5 called you and me, what? Lively, Lively stones. So I must be what the Bible says I am, right? I am a lively stone. Say it with me. I. I am a lively stone. Would you lift up your voice in prayer tonight? message but uh, I just couldn't get away from it so uh, I feel like that maybe uh, I'm learning how to come out of my flesh more and just listen to the Lord yeah we'll find out in a little bit amen amen praise the Lord amen glory so we are what the Bible says that we are mm -hmm. we are lively stones yes it goes on and reads it says wherefore also it is contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. Amen. We know that's Jesus. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Amen. Kind of let you know where your meter's at, don't it? Yes. Amen. If I believe on him, guess what? Amen. I'm not going to be bound. Right. I'm not going to be confounded. Somebody yeah. said... Amen. Who the Son has set free is free indeed. Yeah. Praise the Lord. He hath made me free. Yes. Glory. My, my, my. Praise the Lord. Verse 7. Unto you therefore which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone 
which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, be disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, if I read that scripture right, I could probably say like this, in spite of me, my failures, my unbeliefs, my shortcoming, God is still God. God is still that stone. God is still that solid rock. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. That tells me, Luke Withy, you better get on board because God's not going to change. He'll either be for me or against me. Amen. But I will not change his solidarity. He is the rock that I lean on. He's the foundation that I stand on. Oh, come on, somebody. He told Peter, upon this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not prevail against the church. Honey, the church will never die. It always was. It always will be. And it's coming today that the true church will come together. Come on, somebody. Holy and righteous in celebration of the king. get with it. Amen. Amen. I said I better get with it. Amen. Don't you love a bully? Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I, I, I've been to like 19 different schools and I was always about four foot. Well, I'm 5'2 now so I grew a little bit. <laughs> but everywhere I got seemed like I had to fight yeah. because a bully always wanted the little guy. Yeah. What one bully didn't realize is I had a hard head. <laughs> Name was Scooter Davenport. Somewhere along junior high school. Oh, Scooter, he was going around just whooping everybody. He comes up to me and gives me a headbutt. And this guy stood there and looked at him. I said, now it's my turn. <laughs> so I gave him one about knocked him slam out. I might have been short, but I had a hard head. Can I tell you, praise the Lord, once I repented of my sins and found out who Jesus is, I still got a hard head, but it's for the right reason. I wouldn't take nothing for my journey now. Come on, somebody. You not only need a hard head, you need thick skin. And a back ball like a solo. Don't you compromise. Don't you back up. They met a red book strike. They met take your belief and stand on the rock. The naysayers will always be, but they can't change God. And I tell you, evil will always arise, but greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't you worry. You keep on praying. Don't you worry. You keep on being faithful. Don't you worry. Just stand in line to be the next miracle. Praise the Lord. Jesus. Amen. My, my, my. I like this here, 1 Peter 2 and 9, but ye are a chosen generation. Somebody say, that's me. 
I'm here tonight. I'm in this apostolic assembly. Amen. And I'm feeling chosen tonight. Praise the Lord. You are a chosen generation. Come on, you, you may not realize it, but some of you are going to grow into it. But you didn't just show up on your own. God chose you to be here. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Regardless of what we may or may not be, God always guides our step. And when God intervenes, you can't do anything about it. He's going to be God regardless if I doubt Him. He's going to be God regardless if I, if I choose not to serve Him. Praise the Lord. I'm not going to change God. Oh, come on, somebody. Peter, in the beginning, tried to change the things of God. He began to tell Jesus, amen, that He would never die and be nailed to an old ragged cross. But Jesus, the rock, came right back and said, Peter, thou savors the things that be of men and not of God. And he went right on and he laid his life down upon old Calvary. He took them stripes upon my back for my healing. I'm going to apply that blood. I'm going to apply them stripes. I may be sick, but I'm not going to stay there. I've got a God. Come on, somebody. He is my rock. the Lord. He must be a rock if the Bible calls him one. Yeah. True? Amen. Hallelujah. You are a chosen generation. A royal priesthood. And holy nation. A peculiar people. That you should shoot forth. What should you do? Shoot forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Some of you fixed you're right on the cusp Amen. Are realizing how marvelous God really is. Yeah, I know you've come to this house of God uh, and you're just like the rest of us. Uh, when someone else worshipped, uh, you felt them Holy Ghost doodads running up and down the back door of your soul. Uh, but if you'll give God a chance tonight, uh, if you'll worship Him, uh, you'll receive, uh, not because someone else worshipped, uh, but because you stood in line uh, and you changed your dance partner. Uh, you said, get out of the way. Say, oh, God. Get out of the way there, Lord. Amen. I got a new leader. His name is Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 When you have perfect understanding, you're no more than a vessel like anyone else. And if God uses me, honey, he can use you too. Some of you got a hold of it. And I felt a little kickback. But how are you going to know unless you begin to trust God? Just try it. Say, what if I try it and it don't work? Well, what if it does? What if it does? Then you'll be the one running around here screaming again, jumping up the town, having the time of your life. He said, which in times past were not a people. Yep. I remember those days. Yeah. 
but are now the people of God, which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Just praise you tonight. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You're not only my rock, but you said I was a lively stone. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, my Lord. Hallelujah. I believe this was probably some other scripture that was touched on last night, but I got to give it to you again. Amen. Luke uh, chapter 19, praise the Lord, about 30, it begins to describe a prophecy or the scripture that was being fulfilled that began at Zechariah 99. Amen. It said, it goes something along the lines of, here comes a king riding along on a colt that's never yep. been ridden. Right. Mm-hmm. So I've got Luke's version here. I'll start reading 1930. He's saying, Go ye unto the village over against you, and that which at your entering in, you shall find a colt whereon, yet never a man sat, loosen him and bring him hither. Mm-hmm. And if any man ask you, Why do you loosen him? Thus shall you say unto him, Because the Lord hath need of him. Yep. And they that sat, and they that were sent went their way and found, even as it had said unto them, and as it were, loosen a colt. The owners thereof said unto them, Why ye loosen the colt? And they said, The Lord hath need of him. Uh-huh. And they brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the colt, and they set Jesus thereon. Has anybody ever ridden a colt for the first time? I have. Yeah. And that was a miracle within itself. Wow. Amen. Picture this. Here they set Jesus upon a colt that had never been ridden. And the Bible said in verse 36, as, And as he went, they spread their clothes in the way. I'm telling you, when a colt don't know what he's doing, when anything strange or new is in front of him, you better have a deep seat and a faraway look in your eye because most of the time he's fixing to break in two. Amen. Wow. Amen. Yeah. So you spend time and you gentle him, but not Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just crawls on. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Not Jesus. Yeah. He just says, let me show you how to do it. Amen. 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 You ain't getting it yet, but you might before the night's over. Praise the Lord. And when he's come nigh, even as the descent of Mount Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. You know why they was worshiping? It wasn't just because of the miracle of Jesus riding a colt that hadn't been tamed, hadn't been taught to lead, hadn't been taught to guide. Praise the Lord. He just crawled up on him and away they went. Think of this. There's a big party. Lots of people. Amen. It takes time. Amen. Uh, uh, Praise the Lord. Uh, uh, One of the things the cowboys say uh, in reference to this is has he ever been to town? There's a difference from being out in the country and being in town because there's commotion in town. Praise the Lord. So this was a miracle within itself. But to the believer, they said, this is not only a miracle, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet that was to come. And here I am a witness that 
Yeah, matter of fact, we're going to be like Paul, right? We're going to go gather sticks. We're going to put on the proverbial fire where we can all get warm. Come on, somebody. That's my job. i got to work. Not in this day. The night's coming where no man can work. So then 40 says, and this was read last night, and he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. I want you to think that in your mind. Why, why would that, why would Jesus state that fact? Amen. I think I've got a possible answer. Hallelujah. If we go back into Genesis, the first chapter. Somebody say, go way back, brother, with you. We go way back to Genesis, first chapter 26. I think it's ironic and cool all the same time when we read there in uh, the book of Peter there where he said, you're lively stones. Yep. And then he compared himself to being a stone. Yep. And then Genesis backs it up. 1 and 26, and he said, and God said, let us make man in our image, mm -hmm. after our likeness, yep. mm -hmm. and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creepy thing that yep. creepeth upon the earth. Mm -hmm. And it goes again, it backs it up again, 27. So God created man in his own image. Yep. Mm -hmm. In the image of God, Created him, him. Male and female created he them. Right. Somebody say praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So if, if this was speaking metaphorically, and no doubt it probably is, he mounted then knowing that when God made man and he gave him dominion over everything, then he wanted man to be what? Rock solid. Yeah, amen. Amen. He created you to have dominion, authority, and power. He didn't cre create you and I to be nilly-willy, not have a backbone. He said, I'm making human beings, but guess what? I've already made everything, and I'm trusting everything into their power. Amen. Maybe, I don't know, could be that later on he was going to class them as rocks and himself also. And so the scripture had to flow together when he said, let us make man in our own image. Amen. Well, somebody praise him right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. My, my, my. Praise the Lord. We find that several verses in the King James Version, which that's what I study and read from you, but I'll probably can tell by the way I preach, amen, that there is a lot of scriptures that talks about God being the rock. Amen. Amen. Yes. Psalms 18 and 31 is one of them, but also it says the same scripture in 2 Samuel 22 and 32. It says, For who is a God save the Lord? Or who is a rock save our God? Yes. Amen. So again, amen. God, you're my rock. First Samuel 2 and 2, There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none besides thee, neither 
Is there any rock like our God? Yes. Amen. Deuteronomy 32 and 4. He is the rock. Yes. His work is perfect. Yes. For all his ways of judgment. A God of truth without inequity. Amen. Just and right is he. Yes. Praise the Lord. And I guess I might have jumped the gun a little bit ago. When I began to quote Matthew 16. Simon answered and said unto them, Thou art the Christ, mm -hmm. the Son of the living God. Yeah. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood have not revealed it. But my Father which is in heaven, praise the Lord, thou art Peter. And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And just in case you think uh, that the wrong man preached on the day of Pentecost in the book of Acts, uh, 19 said, And I will give unto thee the keys uh, of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou bindest on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Praise the Lord. There was another time in the word of God, uh, amen, where he flat out told Peter, uh, When thou art converted, strengthen thy brother. Uh, there was another time when he asked Peter, uh, Lovest thou me more than these? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's as if, in case you think he made a mistake uh, and got the wrong man in charge, uh, he was always counseling Peter, uh, the one that knew who he was, uh, but couldn't always believe what he said. Uh, he was always agitating him uh, because he knew there was a day uh, when he was going to stand up uh, after the 120 had been filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, and when he was asked, little brother, uh, what must I do to be saved? Uh, he was going to proclaim this. Uh, repent every one of you. Be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and all that are far off, and as many as the Lord our God took on. So, friend. If you haven't been baptized or repented tonight, Amen. it's God's will that you do so. That's right. Amen. If you haven't went down in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins, it's God's will that you do so. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Well, will I get the Holy Ghost at your promise? Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Shell means I'll do it. Yes. Shell means it's for you. Amen. Amen. I can prove that it's for you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Not only did He give us life on the cross, mm -hmm. shed the blood, yes. that our sins could be remitted and yes. washed away, mm -hmm. but they buried Him in that tomb. Amen. And we are baptized as He laid in that tomb. Amen. That's why we are baptized in that watery grave. Because we are buried with him. Yeah, I'm telling you what. The devils in hell didn't like it. But on that third day. He come raising up out of there. Yeah. Amen. To be victorious. Yeah. And one day that same spirit. Yeah. That resurrected Jesus from that tomb. Yeah. Will quicken your mortal body. Yeah. And one day you'll get on up out of here. But you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Go ahead and praise him. He did it. I'm just preaching about it. He did it. Thank you, God. You did it for me. Thank you, Jesus. So if I could back up a little bit. So then we come across that 
That scripture, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And it reads like this. I ought to have somebody read it, but I'm going to read it. But if I get out of line and I don't read it right, somebody shake me, okay? Not everybody at once, one at a time. It can only take so much. Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. And the Lord God formed man out of what? The dust, the dust of the ground. And, the bre and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man became a, a living soul. Amen. Praise the Lord. How many believe that God is a restorer? Yes. You believe God's a restorer? Yes. Praise the Lord. I believe He's a restorer, don't you? Yes. Psalms 51 and 12 said, Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Amen. And uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach the transgressors thy ways, thy sinners shall be converted unto thee. Galatians 6 and 1. Brethren, if any man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore him, restore such a one, in a spirit of meekness, consider, considering who? Me, thyself. Least thou also be tempted. David said in Psalms 23, that he restored my soul. Yeah. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness Amen. for his name's sake. Yeah. Yeah. There's another promise. The twins are going to follow you. Surely goodness and mercy, yeah. the triplets, yeah. will follow me all the days of my life. Yeah. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah. Somebody say he's a restorer. Do you understand that he's been in the restoring business yes. for a long yeah. time? Yeah. Woo, I'm about to preach. <laughs> so let's get back to Genesis 2 and 7. Then the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And man become a living soul. Amen. I got this information. It's in some different scientific books if you want to look at them. This one just happens to come from the Euclid Public Library. Dust his dirt, right? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Rain, snow, ice, and sun breaks down big rocks into tiny rocks. Then leaves and twigs and branches break. And bugs die and they mix with rocks to create dirt. Mm -hmm. This is a process that could take thousands of years. Mm -hmm. Most of the geologists and farmers know all about this. Mm -hmm. It could take 100 to 500 years to make one inch of dirt. Mm -hmm. Think about that for a minute. Mm -hmm. But what it breaks down, added with a few more ingredients, was that rock. So could it be that just, just for sake saying, God said this, knowing that I'm going to be a restorer unto all men, I'm going to reach down and I'm going to take some dust. 
which used to be part of a rock. Yeah. Right. Amen. Wow. Wow. I'm going to form me a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. Wow. Amen. Oh, come on. Yeah. If you think you're here tonight and you think God made you from dirt because you're supposed to stay dirt, honey, you got the wrong picture. Because in the originality form of the dirt was nothing more than a great big rock. God did not create you and I. Amen, my God. Hallelujah. Amen. Remember, amen, the snow and the ice begin to disintegrate that original form. It began to break it down from its strongest point. But God said this, though you may be broken down, though you may be away from your original form, I believe it wasn't by accident that he chose the dust of the ground to create man. I believe it was a foregoing metaphor to say, regardless of what man Mankind is going through. I have the authority and the power to restore. Hear me tonight. Just because the world around you is decaying, just cause the storms of life may leave you feeling broken and not that true form that God said you were. It doesn't mean that he's left you, honey. It doesn't mean that he's forsaken you. Because in the beginning, amen, you were a rock. We'll praise him, church. So then, we can understand why the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. We can understand that even in Genesis, the sixth chapter, when he looked down and he seen man's heart was on evil continually, that Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Praise the Lord. And he rose him up a new generation yep. that would serve him. Yep. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Yep. And so it could be, I don't know, I could be wrong about this. So that it could be in Luke 19 and 40 when he made that statement, if these hold my peace, the stones will immediately cry out that what he was saying was, I did it once. Praise the Lord. I know there's a rainbow in the crowd. I'm not in the cloud. I'm not going to destroy the earth with flood no more. Amen. But if if these, amen, my people, if they turn their back and won't praise me, guess what? I've got a new generation coming. I've got a new people, amen, that I created from the beginning of time that's going to stand up and praise me. I've got to ask you tonight in this place, are you one of them? Are you one that's going to praise God? You deserve. It's what you was made for. You created by God. 
by him and for him. You might as well give in. You might as well live for him. You might as well make him the author and finisher of your faith. No wonder there's so many scriptures in the Bible speaks to us very plainly when he says it's my not my will that any should perish. Yeah. In fact, we go to the garden, we find that until it was man's choice, memory made him strong, yeah. gave him dominion. Mm -hmm. The only thing he didn't take from man was his choice. Yeah. He could have had anything else in the garden to, to eat of. Mm -hmm. Brother asked me, he said, was it an apple tree? <laughs> he was testing me. <laughs> I had that brilliant answer. I said, no, that's just what's in the pictures. <laughs> but he, that was the only commandment they had, and they failed. Yeah. Just don't eat of that tree. Yeah. The knowledge of good and evil, just stay yeah. away from it. Yep. And since that time, man's been trying to keep away from sin or to outrun sin and not let it interfere in their life. Right. That's right. Now, the blood of goats and bulls and sacrifices wasn't working. Right. So he says this. I'll send my only begotten son. Basically what he's saying is I'll come down. Yeah. I'll be robed in human flesh. Right. Hallelujah. Yeah. Maybe man has forgotten how important they are to me. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll take the abuse. Yeah. I'll take the bullying. Yeah. I'll take the persecution. Amen. But more in, uh, that I will be without fault. Mm -hmm. I'll give no one. To, oh my God, I'm not Woo. Yes. I'll give no one no reason to hate me. Right. I'll give no one no reason to be ill of me. But nonetheless, hey man, he was beaten. You that's been bullied out there, I'm going to preach to somebody tonight. You that's been bullied, abused, and took advantage of you, it's not your fault. They were wrong. If they've done it to Jesus, honey, that's the same devil. Amen. That's causing them to treat you in such a way. I'm telling you, God did not make you the dirt off of someone's shoe. But in the beginning, you're the rock. Allow God to bless you. Allow God to touch you. I just felt that. I don't know who's been beat and bullied and abused. Not by just children, adults have been a, a part of it. You that are adults, if you have a hand in it, don't let no child be abused. The Bible said if we offended one of those little ones, it'd be better than a millstone was hung about our neck and cast into the sea. Don't you be silent. Stand up for that helpless, that lost, that child that can't defend themselves. God made them to be a rock. Unfortunately, 
I have a past that uh, deals in folks that's been hurt. So I've seen lots of things and I've heard horrible stories. And so when I feel that spirit of abuse, I know what it is. Amen. I've done some volunteer work when I was a young man uh, in a battered women's shelter, elder. And one of the horror stories of us, the lady come in, she had been with her abuser for 20 years, and she finally found the strength to get away. So she'd run away to the shelter, the safe haven. And what you find out, and I, I want to educate somebody tonight, because things are not always as they appear. Yep. Right. What you'll find is that abused one, that sin that's committed against them will cause them to take on other spirits. Yep. They don't mean to. They just don't. They just feel helpless. And they don't know what else to do. So one of the, one of the signs of an abused woman is she becomes a professional liar. She'll lie to you. She'll tell you that the sun's shining when it's pouring rain. Yeah. She don't mean to be that way. Yeah. It's just that that's been her coping mechanism. Amen. Over the abuse of years and years and years. And she knows no other way of self-protection. But honey, if that's you here tonight, I'm telling you, I've got a way of escape. His name is Jesus. He'll go before you. He'll fight your battle. He'll deliver you. He'll stand up for you. He'll make a way where there's seen not to be a way. But one of these stories this lady told was her and her children and, and uh, her husband that was the abuser was going across the desert out in California. And her child, her son kept making noise. You know, children are supposed to make noise. They're kids. Yeah, right? Yeah. man said, shut up. Child being a child. I mean, they're traveling. Yeah. Made some noise. So he pulls the car over. Leaves a child out in the desert. She hears a pop. Never seen her belt boy again. They got to back the car and drove off. My, my, my. This kind of abuse is real. Mm-hmm. And it's amongst us out here in the world. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Don't look at someone that may be different or struggling or way odd. Or, Jesus. And say, what's wrong with them? I tell you, hell's got in their life. Yeah. But in the beginning, it was not so. Oh, come on, sir. Yes, the Lord, tonight, trust me. Let me heal your hurt. Let me bandage your wounds. Talk to me, Seth, Lord. I'm a God that will listen. I am a God that will hear. I am a God that will go before you to fight your battles for you. Trust me, Seth, Lord. 
I will not leave thee. I will not forsake thee. That I'll be there with thee as soon as I calls upon thee. Just praise Him for a little bit, church. Let's just feel after the Spirit of the Lord in this in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So Ephesians tells us in 4 and 5 that there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all, through all, and in you all. And guess what? Number 7 says, but unto every one of us is given grace. And I'm not making light. But you know how we'll do. We'll have a handicap and we'll hide it because it bothers us. Yeah. 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 Amen. We do that. Yes. Amen. We don't want no one to know. We're not proud of it. Yeah. But honey, don't hide it any longer because I know the great restorer.
I had a little struggle one time. Most of you don't know it because I keep it hid well. But I'm preaching to you tonight and I don't even have a cold. Learn something every day, don't you? I was 22 years old when they removed it. And the doctors told me, said, uh, Mr. Whitty, you're just going to have to go on disability and basically lay down and die. Mm -hmm. my, my, my. Picture this, I was a racehorse jockey and they're telling me to lay it down and die. My, my, my. So I trusted them for two weeks. I said, wait a minute, I'm 22 years old. Mm -hmm. They're asking me to do something I'm not ready to do. Yeah. All right. So I just went back to doing what I always did. I might have had to take certain precautions, but I can tell you I was a successful man and I won way more many races, amen, with no colon than I ever did before. And the devil says, You can't pray for them when you're sick. I say, Get out of the way, devil. Watch me. Watch me. If you come up for prayer, you'd be healed on your way up here. But you gotta let your faith go. You gotta believe in God. God didn't make me to be weak. He created a rock. Yes. He's the same God. Amen. That rose Lazarus from the dead. So whether it be a literal death. Or a spiritual death, God is the great restorer. That's right. Amen. Amen. Come on, backslider. Quit feeling bad. Give God the praise. Come on, backslider. Don't let the devil tell you you're on fit. Tell him I was created to be a rock. I'm a lively stone. Ain't no rock caught out of my place. Just be what God has called you to be. Amen. Hallelujah. I understand. We get depressed and we get oppressed. But I'm speaking life into you tonight. I'm giving you permission to get up. Get up. In Jesus' name. Restoration into normality. Yeah. Say God, whatever disease. Read your Bible, he healed all of them. Amen. Nothing stifled him. Amen. Why? Because he's God. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. And guess what? We know from reading the Psalms of David that God can give you a new heart, whether it's literally or spiritually. Yeah. You need a heart transplant, you're in the right place. Yeah. You may have been waiting on it. You may be standing in line in the hospital never called. But God's on call all the time. Amen. 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 Well, praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
Oh, and by the way, Brother Rich, and you know this, Brother, thank you for your faith. He's the same God that can give new lungs. Yeah. Say it one more time, she'll clap a little louder. He's the same God that can give a new set of lungs. is diagnosed with cancer. They say it's going to kill her. God only knows. Yep. But what I do know is they sent her home full oxygen, turned up. Mm-hmm. And she couldn't keep it up in normal ranges. I felt like getting some people together, so we went together and prayer was made. We didn't necessarily see anything instantly, but we had a move of God. We prayed and left. Yes. Shortly after we left, she realized her oxygen was running 96 and her machine was unplugged. <laughs> Can I tell you, her oxygen today, if you check it, will be between 96 and 98 and she still ain't on no machine. Amen. Tell me, my God, it's not a restore. If you believe it, probably will. So it's our custom. We have music. We want to play music. That's fine. Praise the Lord. But I just believe that those of you that have faith, if those of you that want a healing, that want a miracle in your life, that need to be filled with the Holy Ghost, I believe if you'll come forward and tell us your need, I believe I know a God that can meet your need. So the invitation's out there. It's totally up to you. But until you decide whether to come up or not, brother, I got a word for you. Is that all right? Amen. God's fixing to pour more anointing on you, amen, than you've ever had. In fact, I feel it falling right now. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
to be lonely anymore. Hallelujah. He's fixing to take care of it. Just go ahead and praise Him. It's already on its way. He's already working because He said it.